shower up and then go right to the center and stuff like that. I have to find a new gym to work out at in the morning and stuff like that. And because of that, there's a different, there's a different gas station that I go to before I go to the gym. And now there are times where I go to the gas station, I gas up and I, you know, get a, get a nice cup of coffee, get a giant, a giant Powerade or a giant vitamin water, whatever it is. That's usually my morning routine. Right. And just this past week, this past week, I went into a, I believe it's called a racetrack. Yeah, racetrack. The name of the the name of the gas station is racetrack, right? Go to a racetrack to get my my normal coffee with my big Powerade and you know get some gas and all that. And I walk in there. I walk in there, and I grant I get it. I grant it. It's like this is like three a.m. in the morning. It's like close to three thirty, somewhere around three thirty in the morning. So I understand you being a bit you know not feeling like serving people and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the way the way that this lady reacted, the way that she was, there's just absolutely no motherfucking excuse for this kind of shit. All right. So I get there. I get there and I get my normal stuff and I'm sitting there waiting by the cash register, waiting by the cash register. And I'm looking at her. She's on her damn phone. I'm looking at her. I'm like, yo, I'm about to, you know, I got to go. You know, the, the gym's going to be open up soon. You know, let's, let's get this thing going. And eventually it takes this lady like at least two to three minutes doesn't say a word, walks, stands up, doesn't look at me at all, charges me for the stuff and just simply walks back. Rude as hell. Absolutely rude. There's no reason for that. No reason for that. It is ridiculous. Okay. In fact, I'll give you another example because this, this type of thing. Now, again, I want to repeat what I've said on this show many times. I'm going to repeat myself again because it's very profound, especially when we're talking about, we're talking about doing your job. There is no such thing as a dead end job. There is no such thing as a dead end job. I know people like to use that phrase or throw that phrase around as if it has any merit whatsoever. There's no such thing as a dead end job because a job is something that actually pays you. And if you use your money the right way, then that job is not, then that money is not going to lead to a dead end. No such thing as a dead end job. There are dead end people, all right? There's dead energy. There's people who don't use their money, don't use their time wisely. They don't use the situations that they're in to be productive. That's what does exist, all right? And I'll give you another example. There was a, this was back, this was back when I was working as a front desk associate at a health club named Washington Sports Club that the gym is no longer in business. But at the time, they had a pool. When they were in business, there was a pool there and the members would love, several of the members would love the pool. They would love to come in there, get in the pool, just like I do now to, to, whether it's to take a swim or whether it's to just to get some therapy in on your legs, give your legs some recovery from your run, whatever it is, they would love being in that pool. The problem with this pool is that this pool, unlike LA Fitness, it required a lifeguard. It required a lifeguard for people to come and actually use the pool and swim and do whatever it is that we're going to do in the pool. And I remember I used to have the morning shift. I used to have the morning shift. I used to have, yeah, I remember having the morning shift. And there was a, there was a guy who would come in every single morning wanting to get his morning swim on. And in the cameras, you know, the, the, I was at the front desk, so I'd see, I'd look at the camera, I'd see by the pool that when the lifeguard would never show up to work, he'd just be looking at it defeated depressed, upset to the point in which he had to call the corporate, he had to call the manager, all sorts of things. And, 
and even to go further in that, there was a time during the day when the gym was packed. There was a, there was a time during the day where the gym was packed and the lifeguard never actually showed up. So there were signs all over the place saying the pool is closed, the pool is closed, the pool is closed. And there was a gentleman who came in there just pissed off, absolutely angry. And this is what he said. He goes, listen, I hope this, he was talking about the lifeguard. He goes, listen, I hope this guy's fucking fired. Hope he's fired. The freaking guy sleeps. He sleeps while we're working out. He sleeps like this is what this actual lifeguard used to do. He used to pull out the towels, the free towels that we gave the members, and he would sleep. He would fucking sleep. The fucking guy would sleep while everyone was there. The lifeguard would sleep. All right. He would sleep. That's how much like, that's how much he gave a shit about the people that are now I get again. You're not making a whole ton of money and I get it gets boring. However, there are books you could be reading. There are things you could be doing that are productive and conducive to your conducive to your development. You don't pull out the towels and start sleeping while people are swimming in the pool. That's just ridiculous. All right, that's just freaking, that's just fucking ridiculous. All right, so again, we've established that. And, and if, if I'm talking to you right now, if you are in this world, if you are listening to the Moose of the Podcast and you've had this thought that <clears throat> there's such thing as a dead-end job or that you're working a dead-end job, I'm here to tell you, remove and eradicate that thought from your being. Remove it, Okay. There's always something you can be doing. I'll give you a few examples, all right? This new LA Fitness in which I go to, that I attend every morning because it's closer to the center in which I work for, it's in, it's in Palm Beach Gardens. It's in Palm Beach Gardens, all right? This guy, the LA Fitness is, if you look online, all the LA Fitnesses from Monday through Friday open up at 5 a.m. They open up at 5 a.m., close at 11 p.m. And I believe it closed at 10 or 9 on Fridays or whatever it is. And Saturdays, it's 8 a.m. to 8 or something like that, right? Every single day that this new guy at this new LA Fitness, every single morning, he has opened that gym up at 4.30 a.m. or before. He has not, it has not been later than 4.30 a.m. And me being who I am, being like I'm an early riser, I like to get my morning runs in and I, I, I like to win my morning. I posted that on my Instagram the other day. I like to win my morning. I like to win every single morning. That's the one thing. That's the one thing that I really picked up from my mother. It's win your morning, 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 win your morning. The fact that he does that makes it so that is where I go. I don't jump ship or anything like that. That I appreciate more than ever. Now, just to give you some backstory on this guy, and I haven't had a conversation with him yet, but I just kind of admired him from a distance because of how early he opens up the gym. This guy's in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. All right, he's in a wheelchair, and he's working at a front desk. He's working as a front desk associate in a gym, and I used to work for so I know the environment. I know how bored, how boring you, how bored you can be when you're sitting at that front desk, and yet, he finds a way. He, he knows all the members' names. He knows all the regulars. He finds a way to make sure he's there early to service the people that want to get their workout in nice and early. Go above and beyond what's asked of him. And now his, his whole aura, his energy is attractive to people. And he has people that are regular members. And that is the mindset you need to have. He's not waking up every morning saying, oh, this job is just because it's just front desk and I'm not selling or whatever it is. Now all of a sudden it's a, or 
or because I'm in a wheelchair and I probably can't get it. I can't be as mobile or walk around the way everyone else in the fitness world. He's not walking around with that, that mentality. He's not feeling sorry for himself. He's not like this lady at the gas station who's saying, oh, I work at a gas station, so I don't got to be courteous to people and shit like that. That's not his mindset. His mindset is all about, hey, I'm here, I have a job, and I'm going to do everything I can to make it so I can service people in a certain way. Excuse me, I have to get, get a quick sip, all right? And when you approach life, when you approach life with that mindset, you become what I like to call a very, very attractive person. Attractive person, you, are, you have an attractive aura around you. And that's the kind of aura that you need around you, especially if you're trying to maximize that potential, trying to find your place in this world, which again, is the reason that you found this show, because I've been saying it for the past three years now, all right? The Move Swiftly podcast, finding your place in this world. So if you're not trying to find your place in this world, or if you're not trying to improve, if you're not trying to get better, again, not going to hold this against you, not going to think anything of you, not think anything less of you. Just go ahead, find somewhere else to go, because that's what we do here on the Move Swiftly podcast. That's what we do here in the Move Swiftly world. That's what we do here in the Move Swiftly lifestyle. That's what we do here every single day. We only find ways to get better every single day in every single facet of life. Every single move we make is all about how am I going to improve? How can I improve the situation? How can I improve the situation? How can I improve as an individual, as a person, and as a teammate? And how, how can we start to collaborate and create and create better opportunities. I'll close you out with this. I'll close you out with this because this was back when I worked as a front desk. Speaking of you know, working front desk and gyms and things like that, this was back when I worked at a gym named Spunk Fitness. Spunk Fitness was a local gym. It's in Silver Spring, Maryland, kind of a local gym to, to where I grew up and stuff like that. It wasn't corporate like LA fitness. It didn't have, you know, all these personal trainers. It was not a, it, it basically wasn't a corporate setting. All right. And I basically was the only guy in the gym and I was responsible for a lot of different things. I did a little bit of everything and I worked the overnight shift. And uh, again, the overnight shift, much like this lady at the gas station, you don't run into people. You don't talk to people. There were, there were certain there. I remember back then there were days in which I went, without speaking to a single person. I was just reading books all day. There were days in which I would leave that job and then go find go find a, a bookstore, go find a place to just read all day, go pick up a couple books and just get my mind as sharp. I mean, the, the speaker and the, the guy that you're listening to right now, it took a lot of work for me to develop as a speaker the way I'm talking to you right now, all right? So there had a time in which I was doing my normal routine. Again, I get in there get in there. I read, I read my books. I, I continue to read my books. And then once it dies down, I start to clean up the gym and then I get on the treadmill for a whole hour. And then I go back and continue to read and read and read and read and, you know, just continue to sharpen up my mind and stuff like that. Right. So I had a time where there was a regular member. It was a regular member who I, I don't know his name. Actually, this happened. This did actually happen to me on multiple occasions, but this, this guy actually said something to me. Right. He says to me, he goes, hey, man, what's your name? What's your name, man? He, he looks at this. He's looking at me like, he goes, what's your name? You know, I, I just love you. are always smiling. You always have a positive attitude. I, I just, it's, it's a pleasure coming into this gym. Meant the world. Meant the world. I didn't, plan, I didn't know that. You know, again, 
all I was doing was living my life, working this, again, not so ideal job. Again, this is a job that I had after I, with a college degree, after I graduated college. And my, I was so locked in and so focused on my vision, so focused on what it is I wanted to do. There was this aura around me that attracted people and it made people just simply want to be around you. That's what I mean when I say be, you have to be attractive. There's no such thing as a dead-end job. There's just, again, people that have dead energy and they don't take advantage of an opportunity. Don't let it be you. Do not let, you, do not let yourself get sucked into that world, sucked into that place where people are telling you, oh, because you work at so-and-so, you don't really, you don't really fucking matter. Fuck that, dude, because you work here, because you do this, you don't matter. Only certain people matter. Don't let that be you. Okay, the people, the people who say that to you, get away from them. Get away from them really, really fast. Lock in on your vision. Lock in on your ideal situation and start to attract. You'll start to attract everything, it is, everything that you would ever need in this world. I know this from experience. I know from experience. You will start to attract whatever it is you need in this world and start to just reject all the bullshit out there that tells you that life is about your, your title. Life is about how much money you make and all that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. Those things are important in certain areas, but it's not what's going to build your, build your self-esteem. It's not going to be what makes you happy. It's not going to be what gives you the fulfilling life that you fucking deserve, that you deserve. All right? Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. Convict, convict. Three. A kind of young Jesus. Three. Trying to take Three. it easy. Three. Only way to go. And so. But if you're looking for me, I'll be on the track. I'm gonna think. Possibly sitting on the track now. What are you doing? I'm being a star. You ain't hear me talking? Yeah. Come on, old head, you always ride me. You call it riding, you. I call it looking out for you, son. Get these clothes down to Mr. Johnson by 2 o'clock, man. And hurry up back there. I can't sleep. We living in hell. First they give us the work, then they throw us in jail. Road trip, yeah, I'm in the Please, Lord, don't let me go to jail tonight. Who me? I'm a soul survivor, ask about him in the street, the boy Jesus arrived A hundred grand on my wrist, yeah, life sucks <laughs> The club dog, I'd rather count a million bucks If you're looking for me, I'll be on the block for my thing Possibly sitting on the track now Because I'm a rider
telling you, man. Telling you, if man. you get jammed up, won't mention my name. Nah. Forgive me, Lord. I know I ain't living right. Gotta feed the block. Stop appetite. And this is every day. It never gets old. When I was a juvenile, I stuck to the G code. This ain't a rap song. This is my life. And the hood was a battlefield, and I earned stripes.